Hello and welcome back to the Technically F1 podcast. I am Rashad. And I'm Jack. This week we've got an action-packed episode for you. So kick back, maybe grab some light reading material, and enjoy. Well, I mean, we could just start recording now, basically. The podcast has already started. Yeah. Welcome back, Amar. Gosh, it's been a while. It has, yeah. I don't remember when the last time. Yeah. Sometime July or something like that. Yeah, feels like forever ago. Yeah. So much to talk about. Um, but I think first and probably most importantly, we should mention that now everyone on the podcast is a Samsung user. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah. – there we go. We're all on the same OS now. And I got to say, for the way. it's the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nothing to complain about so far. Jack, you got that, like, flippy, foldy phone, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it hasn't broken yet, so that's a win. I was going to say, that's pretty good. Exactly. It's really cool. <laughs> I'm just looking at this. Uh, Championship standings. Wait, did, we ever, did, we, did we ever talk about Turkey? No, we never did. Uh, okay, so we have to talk about the change in championship standings and... Um, How exciting. Hamilton and everything. Exactly, yeah. So much to talk about. And the U.S. Grand Prix this weekend, which I assume none of us are going to. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I was going to say, Amar, unless you've somehow been able to stand by your way onto a flight to Texas. <laughs> That'd be nice, but yeah. unfortunately not. Okay. All right, then. All right, shall we talk about Tur- the Turkish Grand Prix? Shop. Probably, yeah. I mean, All right, cool. That was a great race. Oh, so exciting. Um. We've got Verstappen back on the top of the championship again. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think when we last talked, we had predicted something like um, Hamilton leading the championship. Right, Rashad? Something like that? I think something like that, yeah. Yeah, and it's completely different from what we had. Uh, a Bottas won the race, which was a surprise. Especially with Mercedes trying to get him not to win. Exactly. They, I would have thought they would have sent him all the way to the back to the grid. But apparently not. 11-second pit stop. Yeah, something like that. And then you had a Verstappen-Perez 2-3, which is Red Bull double podium. First time that's happened in a while. And they're right where they should be. I guess, yeah, but like... I mean, strictly speaking, Hamilton should be ahead, not... Bottas, yeah. yeah. I'm just looking at the championship again. Is it possible that Charles Leclerc finished? Yeah, it is. He finished fourth. That's crazy. So, Mark, on the standings, right? If we're looking yeah. back at the standings, last time we talked, let me go straight back to the actual races that we were. Okay. So, last time we had talked, the British. No, it hadn't happened. The Austrian Grand Prix had just happened, and Verstappen was dominating. But because we like making controversial predictions here, we all agreed that Hamilton was going to win the championship instead. It seemed very likely at the time. It seemed very likely. So now, sure. since then, there was the British Grand Prix, where Hamilton knocked Verstappen out of the race. There was the Hungarian Grand Prix, um, where Verstappen was hit by Hamilton's teammate and taken out of the race. Teammate. There was the Belgian Grand Prix, where Verstappen won, and then Netherlands, he won. Italy, a McLaren won, which was the first time that it happened in... Not to Ricardo. 
Yeah, exactly. Daniel Ricardo won. So that was the first time that happened since I think twenty no twenty twelve, especially really? twenty thirteen. Yeah, Ooh. it's crazy. I know. I thought they had won, or more recently than that, but apparently not. That's crazy. <clears throat> that that was awesome. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. The cars looked so different then. Yeah, so true. So tall and yeah. I mean, it's another decade almost. Exactly, so. Rashab. If I remember this correctly, that was a decade you didn't like very much. I swear, you're going <laughs> to just pull up like a RB6 or something and try to... Well, no. After we have, uh, we went go-karting together, you said that was the greatest F1 car of all time for one reason. Yeah, arrow. You need all that arrow to get around the corners. Exactly. I guess I hate... I mean, I actually like the McLaren. What? The car or the win? The, the car. The oh, okay. The car. Yeah. I mean, I think most of the cars from that era were pretty nice looking. I feel like it's just going to be one car. It's probably going to be like, I don't know. Is that what I think it is? What is it? The Cataram. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Amar, uh, what do you think of those cars? The 2012 the... one. Yeah, that's a thing. That's... Sorry, which ones exactly? The 2012 F1 those. cars? I like those. I don't mind okay. them. Okay. All right. I like the ones that don't have a step nose. Yeah, but at least it's better than the 2014 F1 cars. Agree. Are you, yep. gonna, are you just gonna say that because there's like, uh, wait, was that the? That was the special year. Ah, oh, okay. The nose, the special nose year. <laughs> Nothing else needs to be said. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the, is that a Lotus? Uh, the Lotus, whatever it is. That didn't have a special nose. It had two special noses. <laughs> oh, yeah. The E something. Oh, my God. Wait a second. E23. 22. Oh, my God. That's. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> that's the ticket. There we go. Yeah, that was made. That Lotus E22 was made for something like the. um, uh, What do you call it? The Caterham. Caterham. Mm. <laughs> But if you look at the Ferrari and the Mercedes, they were just ahead of their time with their somewhat low nose. Yeah, I mean, I think the Ferrari was probably the most forward-thinking because it still had a somewhat high nose. Oh, the Caterham. Yeah, it's just painful. It's really just painful. painful. I bet you hate it because it says Airbus on it. Well, there's that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, which, which case from exactly... The 2014 uh, F1 one. Uh, yeah. Let's see. What's oh, it called? I'm looking at 2013. Did that change much? Uh, yeah, yeah. So they went from having the very nice high nose to the... Um, oh, yeah. That's bad. The, yeah. the walrus. I, I Yeah. Yep. Say no more. Say no more. I think you called it something different. Yeah, I think we did. Anyways, moving yeah. swiftly on... Shall we talk about Airbus, or shall we talk about the airline industry in general before we finish the race? Amar, as someone—it's a, a segue. I'm, I'm yeah. willing to go down. Okay, as someone in the industry, I'll say with air quotes. What do you think of this whole Qatar A350 business? Uh, what exactly? I mean, I'm not all that well versed in all the news. What what specifically okay. with Qatar is going on? So Qatar and Airbus is in a are they're in a two way spat basically with Qatar saying you're giving us defective planes with 
carbon composite oh. degradation. And then Airbus is saying, no, no, it's a paint flaw with the way you paint your planes. I mean, I don't know. I can't even begin to speculate on that. It's, okay. it's just passing blame. I mean, where's, where's the issue really lie? I don't know. It's, that's up for speculation for sure, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, are there any like third parties that have confirmed one way or the other, whatever's happening? I mean, the Qatari Civil Aviation Board has been very unbiased, obviously, in this whole thing. Uh, they've sure. told them to take all of the A350s out of service, which seems bold. But, I mean, I don't think there's an unbiased third party at the moment. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. It's very yeah. unfortunate. It's a shame. Yeah, that A350-1000 uh, yeah. cabin is just spectacular. I mean, I think we talked about this last time that we probably all agree that it was the best new plane on the market or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, I feel like, well, I don't know everything, obviously, but I mean, the Dreamliner was introduced, what, almost 10 years, maybe not 10 years ago, but no, like I think close, it's to, close to 10 years ago now. Yeah. So close to a decade ago. And then yeah. the A350, what, a, a few years. So like it probably, I mean, I'm sure they took some of what Boeing, you know, yeah. Some of their technological advancements and just like capitalize on it. So yeah, surely that's the best plane in the skies right now. That, exactly that class, anyway. Yeah, I don't think that the nose similarity is anything aerodynamic. I think that's just a yeah. bit of a copy. Yeah, I mean, go figure. Yeah, and then I was reading as well that uh, you guys had just uh, United had put in more premium economy seats in A three twenty ones and seven six sevens. Yeah, so I guess I don't know when exactly they're meant to be, you know, in service, but that's gonna be a fun day. So I think in like the next couple of years, two, three years, something like that, maybe sooner, who knows, depending on how we exit the pandemic. Which yeah. I mean, you know, it's been pretty, pretty much at the forefront in terms of airlines handling the pandemic financially, absolutely, um, yeah, responsibly and everything. So it's a it's a good time to be. At United, which is awesome. Exactly. You should you should work for United or Boeing one day. Yeah. Yeah, looking at airlines that are sort of the opposite of that, Emirates seems to be the kings of irrational spending at the moment. <laughs> I mean, Emirates, that's a whole different animal. Yeah. <laughs> I came to begin to comment. Yeah, that's I don't crazy. love Emirates, though. Like, I mean, they're the definition of luxury. Yeah. I flew Emirates when I went to India uh, three three years ago and yeah i mean i was just like an economy but damn that service was amazing yeah so i've got only good things to say for sure it's impressive yeah. it is very impressive like they have like these little bags with like like a towel wet kind of oh yeah oh yeah and like the toothpaste and everything like when i went to india i was at the emirates and it was amazing yep yeah. i mean i will say i feel like uh european Asian, Middle Eastern airlines, all from my experience of, you know, my decades of flying, all typically have better in-flight products, honestly, than some of these American domestic carriers. Yeah. But I think that's because, I mean, they're domestic carriers at the end of the, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. Their baby and they're not that focused on international. I think that's starting to change, but, you know. They're outclassed, unfortunately, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's possible that sometime in the future there'll be some sort of, you know, 
super luxury American airline, but we're not at that point yet. No. Anyhow. Anyhow, yeah. Uh, exciting times. Very exciting times. One other funny, because I like to read aviation news. One other funny story that I was reading from um, quite a few years ago was how Etihad wrote off completely an A340 before it was even delivered. You ready for this? How's that? Okay, so A340-600, very expensive plane. They had bought it, and I think Airbus was flight testing it, and the brakes didn't turn on. Now, that's a problem in any plane, but it, it's especially a problem when it um, it goes over a concrete and steel wall, so <laughs> it <laughs> destroyed the entire plane. Wow. Here, wait, I'll send you a picture of it in a second. When did this happen? This was... Is this like years ago? This happened yeah, yeah, it's, it's 2007, so it's oh, okay. quite a while ago. Okay. But it's still a pretty funny story. Sure, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, this might be a very much off topic, but... Um... No, go on. I think this is an F1 <laughs> podcast, right? And we're talking about airplanes, so... It's you're technically fine. F1. We can talk about whatever yeah, we yeah, want. You're right, you're right. I'm sorry. Well, actually, this one is F1. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, but the 2013 cars. Okay. I mean, they all have like, they all have some sort of weird thing. Like, yeah, the noses on some of them have like the step nose. It's just horrible. Okay. And then there's like the, I don't know, the McLaren. This kind of a box. Yeah, yeah. the squ- squared off bits. But the Sauber just looks amazing. Yeah, wait a minute. I've got a book, I think, with the Sauber in it. Let me find it. Continue, you two. Um, I'm just looking know. through some of these cars now, trying to formulate a better <laughs> formula, a better <laughs> opinion. Oh, I'm just looking at some of the older cars right now. I, me seeing... too. And I feel like the late knots or like 2010 even yeah was like the last of my the cars i kind of like yeah exactly i feel like in the 80s they were just like in a rut kind of yeah really i like to go over cars like they almost look like like the what you call it how how do you say this the lotus from 2013 was pretty bad yeah 2013 Lotus. Part. 2013 Lotus has the huge step in the nose. That has to be at least like three inches. It looks like a go kart makes oh, a yeah. can. Yeah. <laughs> now, Rashab, don't you can't slag off the 87 Williams because I have a model of that. No, but that, I'm talking about the 82s. Oh yeah, those are really weird. But those are the ones that have the ground effect arrow on them, so of course they're look they look like a box. They remind me of um, Formula 1600 cars. Hmm. Yeah. Here's a random thing, okay. uh, Jack. Yep. You're, you're uh, Jesus. My God. Megan, I saw yep. her this weekend in Chicago. Oh, cool. Okay. She says you're driving now? Yes. What is time, to... dude? Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. How's that been? It's been actually surprisingly easy. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. What are you learning on? So I've got 
a driver's head thing that I do every weekend. But then after that, I just sort of drive around with my parents, you know, around Seattle. Uh-huh. And what? So we've got a um, 2015 Golf Wagon. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Fun car. Uh, and then there's also the Acura MDX, but that is far too big to learn in. Sure. sure. Anyway, so that'll come later. That's good. You're learning a German car. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> spoiled. Very <Just> spoiled. <laughs> no, that's a solid car to learn on, man. It's a very good car. Yeah. I grew. I learned on some janky old things. Total dinosaurs. Yeah, but I bet it was a manual rather than an automatic. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Rashad? Are you learning yet? Uh, not yet. I'm 14. Oh, gotcha. I didn't, I never knew what your guys' age was. Well, yeah. I knew Jack, but whatever. <laughs> I made assumptions. Anyhow, um, Anyhow, I don't know what we were talking about. Driving. Driving. Sure. Rashab, so we talk about go karting because that's something we've been doing quite a lot of. Well, I mean, you've been that's cool. A lot of, I mean, so, I went once and, well, you know. That was, that could only be described as a massive success, Rashab. The only way. I mean, it wasn't that bad. But it wasn't that bad, no. It wasn't great. Well, I only there was only one collision you had, right? I had one collision, yes. It wasn't my fault. No, it wasn't so. your fault. Uh, it was the other guy. Yeah, he hit all of us. <laughs> he was on a mission to take out everyone. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's part of doing that. Anyway, yeah, it's um, it's been pretty fun, I'd say. Um, yeah, Rashad, I think we both got into that because we, um, well, basically, we'd heard F1 drivers start their career that way. Obviously, I don't yeah. think we have any aspirations of yeah. actually yeah. becoming an F1 driver, but it was, and still, it's quite cool. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I've gone go-karting a few times. I remember last time I went... I was uh, at a wedding in okay. Louisville, and like I had the majority of the day kind of free to do whatever. So I'm like, you know what? There's a go-karting place. I'll go check it out. I got my butt handed to me by a kid half my age, and I was like, yep. This kid literally goes here every weekend, if not every day of the week. Yeah. And just runs laps. And I mean, that's cool. Good for him. Dude, it's crazy. The that's first couple jacked. times I would- no, it's, it's not me, Rashad. There are some kids, right, that go out there. It is every couple of weekends. It is insane, right? And when I'm there and I see these, well, like, 10-year-old, 11-year-old kids yeah, faster than me by, like, three seconds, it is just mind-blowing. That's a lot, yeah. That's a lot. How often do you go? Every month, I'd say, about that. Okay. Yeah. I've been once. And it's yeah. so scary. <laughs> I remember my first time. It was it was uh it was a thrill. Yeah. Not in a bad way, but not exactly in a good way either. But it was a lot of fun. That's for sure. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> Once you get your driver's license, boys, you can hit the uh the autocross. Yeah, exactly. I, that'd be that's where the real fun is. I mean, do we really need driver's licenses? <laughs> Uh, wait, I guess, yeah. 
I mean, like, can't you get like an SCCA competition license or something? You, you could. I, I don't know if they require you to be officially licensed by the state, though. I don't know. Oh, I've never okay. looked into it. But yeah. Rashad, have you been going on? Uh, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Rashad. Um, I was saying, Rashad, you've been going on about this SCCA license for what, a couple months now. Like, you make it as sound as it. I mean, basically, we'll be able to race with it, right? Well, yeah, that's how an SCCA competition. Okay. Any. Oh, that does sound good. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, we actually talk about what this podcast is about, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Could do, Could do that. Okay. Um, shall we quickly wax over the, um, the race that happened then, Rashad? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so Hamilton's in fifth place. Bottas won. Uh, Verstappen second. Yep. Perez third. Um, Leclerc fourth. That's pretty much all that matters. Well, I think Gasly sixth was okay. Uh, yeah, but he's it's always where he should be or better. Exactly. And are we just going to completely ignore the fact that your favorite driver of all time, Zunoda, was out of the points where the car should not be? Yes, we're going to ignore that. We're going to completely ignore that. Okay. Are we also going to ignore that Giovinazzi ignored a team order and um, didn't like him to get any points? Um, we probably shouldn't ignore that. That's like kind of Kimmy. important. We do like Kimmy. Uh, Amar, so on, after okay. the race, it was because nobody was actually televising the Alfa Romeos. Um, we found out that the Alfa Romeos got a team order to let Kimmy Raikkonen through to get points off Esteban Ocon. But instead... Giovinazzi said, no, he will not go in front of me. And therefore, um, I don't know what that does. I think it makes the team angry and him less likely to get a drive next year. It sounds like a complicated situation. Yeah, because this guy's also fighting for the final seat going into next year. Mm-hmm. So in the moment, he's probably thinking, mm, do I let him buy and make the team move or do I try to make myself look like a better driver? Gotcha. I mean, he still didn't get the point anyways, so... It yeah. didn't help him. The singular point. The singular point, yeah. I mean, like, Reckoner has point. six points. Yeah, exactly, and it's all from these single points finishes, but they add up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in theory, he could outscore Latifi. In but theory? In theory. I doubt it. In one race. In one race, all he would need is to get an eighth or a ninth place. That's all he needs. All right. Oh, so look it's... at Sonoda, though. What? He's a, he's faster than Russell. Yes, but he's also in a much faster car. Wait, wait, wait. Russell's only. All right. Get this, Mr. George yep. Russell is in the eighth fastest car, and he's only two points behind somebody who is in arguably the fifth or sixth fastest car. We don't talk about that. No, no, we're definitely talking about this, Rashad. We're definitely talking about this. I'm Why don't we just say that it's the seventh fastest car and say that... It's not you know, the seventh right fastest car. It place. is definitely not the seventh fastest car. Okay, Their team principal said they should be getting third in the championship this year. What's Russell? What's Russell's car at? Uh, they're at eighth. They're faster okay, than the so, Alphas and the Hasses. So they're doing, where, they're doing where they should be. In Yeah, yeah. Exactly where they should exactly be. Where they should be. Hmm. Actually, one place ahead, technically. Yeah, but, you know, good enough, close enough. 
I mean, it's better. Yeah. Anyways, AlphaTauri is the sixth fastest car, so you've got nothing to say for Tsunoda. He's not faster. Wait. Okay, well, Vettel and Stroll and Ocon have more experience. What does Ocon have to do with this? Ocon's ahead. True. Alonso is also ahead, but he has more experience as well. I think it's hilarious, Amar, that Esteban Ocon got a 25-point raise because of his race win. And Fernando Alonso is still ahead of him. Wild. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Alonso should be ahead. Oh, yeah, I'm glad he's ahead. He did, I mean, yeah. his ridiculous move in Russia was one of the funniest things ever. Amar, you got to look this up. Fernando Alonso race start Russian Grand Prix. Basically, he just didn't break and <laughs> went through the runoff area like 120 miles an hour. Really? Yeah, and he Hello. gained a ton of some places. Wait, uh, shoot. What race is this? Russian Grand Prix, um, twenty twenty one. Did you guys know that Lando Norris is doing better than Sergio Perez? <laughs> <laughs> it's the best driver in F one, Rashab. Right, <laughs> the best driver. No, that's Sonoda. No, 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 no. Right, he's got the fastest car. And he still can't beat a McLaren. Yeah, to be fair, the McLaren driver is very good. I know Landon Norris is very good, but what you're telling me is that Perez is not good enough to beat a single McLaren. That's exactly what I'm telling you. That is really funny to me. And it can't be two Mercedes either. Yeah. I mean, he if he doesn't overtake Bottas in the championship, then we've got a serious problem. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm too fair. I mean, I'd just drop him for the next season, really. When did Bottas join F1? He joined in 2013 with Pastor Maldonado. Yeah, what about Perez? Perez joined in 2011. Okay, never mind. <laughs> if you're going to make this an age thing, it is definitely not an age thing. I was going to make it an experience thing, but, you know. It <laughs> no. <matter. laughs> it does definitely not work. Okay. I'm surprised mm-hmm. that... Carlos didn't get the Red Bull seat. What, you think they were going to send him up to the next? I don't think so. Wait, did Paris come from the Red Bull Drivers Academy? I thought he was from the No, he Ferrari. came from the Ferrari Drivers Academy. Yeah. And, and then he came from the Red Bull yeah. one. No, no, no. He gave up the Ferrari Driver Academy, though, when he went to um, Racing Point. And then, after that, he went, I think he's now technically in the Red Bull Academy. Not really. Okay. Because what is so, there for him to learn? Next year, the drivers... Okay, so Verstappen's from the Red Bull Academy. Hamilton's yep. not. Valtteri's not. Lando yeah. is not, I don't think. No, Sergio, Lando will still be in the uh, McLaren Academy. Yeah, okay. So Sergio is from the Red Bull. Yep, technically. Um, Carlos is from Red Bull, technically. Yep. Um, Charles, I'm guessing, isn't. Uh, he was in the Ferrari Academy, but I don't... I think it's now that he's in the main team. There's no point, really. Okay, so then uh, Daniel, is he from Red Bull? He's from the Red Bull Academy, yeah. Okay, Pierre? Uh, he's obviously from the Red Bull Academy. Yeah. Same with... Uh, actually, no. Uh, Gas- or not Gasly. Uh, so you notice from the Honda Academy. Yeah, well, I mean, he joined the Red Bull Academy, didn't he? he I guess Bull. technically, yeah. It's, isn't uh, whatever Honda... Honda basically program. is Red Bull now. Okay, and Fernando Alonso, where'd he come from? 
Uh, he came from the Renault Driver Academy. One of the first. Ocon. Uh, no, Ocon came from... Actually, I don't think he had an academy. Okay, so then Vettel. Vettel came from Red Bull. Yep, obviously. Stroll came from Ferrari. Sonoda's from Red Bull. Are you trying to make some case that the Red Bull is the best academy? No. I'm trying to make a case that most, like, a lot of drivers will be from Red Bull next year. Yeah, I mean, Adrian Newey made the case in his book that all good drivers go to the Red Bull Academy. Well, he's not wrong. He's really not wrong. The I only mean, person they're missing is Hamilton and Raikkonen. Yeah. I, and Schumacher, obviously, but, you know, it's not as if he was going to come back to F1 specifically so, to race for Red Bull. What about Latifi? Uh, I'm sorry, if you think he's one of the F1 greats, well, obviously no, you're joking. I'm just asking what, what, like, which driver Williams Academy. From. Okay, I'm guessing Russell's from Mercedes. Yep, Mercedes. Okay, Raikkonen. Is from, um, actually, no Academy. Giovinazzi. Uh, Ferrari. Schumacher. Ferrari. Kubica. Um, actually, I don't think, oh, no, 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 he was with BMW. His he came to the kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. He has two different runways, so you can land and take off. Where? At the same time, on his head. <laughs> yeah. Um, where did Mazadin come from? No academy. His right, dad just right. owns everything. Your old colleague, uh, F1 Academy. Actually, you're right, because that is now both an F2 team, an F1 team, or not, yeah, basically an F1 team, and an F3 team. And, um, and last year, or not last year, next year, Albin's gonna be there, right? No, no, he's gonna be at Williams, thank yeah, God. Yeah, so Albin's gonna be there in F1, so yeah. that's another driver from Red Bull. Red Bull, yeah. Every uh, good driver comes from Red Bull, that's what we're finding. Not every good one. I mean, well, m- most good drivers come from Red Bull. Albin. You're right, you're right, he is an anomaly. Sebastian, no, I'm just kidding. Sebastian Vettel's the best driver in that you can hire academy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Actually, I mean, one could argue, if but they'd be wrong. Yeah, that Verstappen's the best, but... No, nah, I mean, you can't really argue that. He hasn't won any world championships. Until he gets the championship silver, he can't be the best. Yeah. I mean, Vettel looks kind of funny with his green hat on. Yeah. I mean, he looks, but it's because he's hiding that receding hairline. That's what's happening. Is it just me like or Russell kid. have the same hair this whole time? Like, Who, George? Yeah. I mean, probably for quite a while. Let's see. Amar, has anyone told you you look like Mick Schumacher? No. <laughs> that's a hot take. <laughs> well, that, that's one person now. There you go. I've heard I look like Steven Stamkos from the Lightning hockey team. If you guys okay. Follow that thing. <laughs> okay. But not Mick Schumacher, no. Interesting. What do you do look like him? Like Mick Schumacher? Yes. I don't know. Because he's a white blonde guy? Well, that's I mean, generalizing. Yeah, I really, that's... <laughs> It's your hair. Your hair looks like his. No, I can, I can kind of see it. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. He's like a younger, cooler, better driver version of me. 
Uh, I don't know about that. Um, I heard that you were pretty good in that GT3 when you drove that. (laughs) Yeah, that was a fun time. That's cool. Yeah. But in the picture Jack showed showed me and Philip of you, you look just like Nick. Hmm. Well, anyhow. Anyhow. All right, shall we make the boldest predictions ever? Amar, I was what? Amar and I were thinking, or not Amar, Rashab and I were thinking that we should do one more podcast with you right around Christmas time, right? And we can yeah. reminisce on the season, say how great it was, say, oh, really, this is the greatest season of all time, stuff like that. Sure. Anyways, um, we thought because there's six races left now um, that it could be good to make our predictions for who's going to win each race and who's going to win the championship. Hmm. Okay. How, many, how many races are left, did you say? So six races left. It would have been good if we could Ooh. have timed this so that there was going to be five, but I guess we just didn't think that far. Anyways, so, Rashad, I can run through the races so we can make our predictions, and then tomorrow we can hear the coveted predictions, which is your prediction. Anyways, yep. <laughs> the most important one, clearly. Anyways. All right, Rashad. So we've got the U.S. Grand Prix. Who do you think your podium is going to be for there? One minute. Let me just look at this track map. Okay. Analyzing the track map to see who you think is going to win. Interesting. I mean, how else? Yeah. They call it the roller coaster, the one in Austin. Okay, so my guess is going to have to be either Verstappen or Hamilton. Wow, what a bold prediction. The two championship contenders actually winning a race. Yeah. Unheard of. <laughs> Come on, Rashad. We can make an actual prediction here. We can say who we think is going to win. There's no such thing as a commentator's curse. We can say whatever we'd like. All right. I'll, if you're not saying who you think is going to win, I'm going to say... It'll be Bottas. The Finn <laughs> Dragon of Mercedes. <laughs> Okay, there we go. Be realistic, guys. Come on. Yeah, okay. Bottas, I say outside chance here, but I think it could be Perez, and I think Verstappen will be second, and I think that Hamilton will be third because of a qualifying miss. Okay, I'm just going to say it. I think Perez is going to be first. Really? I said, okay, I think Perez will get team ordered out of the way, though. Even if he gets close to winning, I think he's still going to get team ordered out of the way. Right? Tell me you disagree with me, Yerushal, because I think... I feel like he's, he's going to play Giovinazzi. And just not let him throw. Yeah. His teammate's fighting for the championship. He's mathematically out of it at this point. There's no point in fighting it. At least... Very fair. Okay, so you pick Perez. I think Perez will probably get team orders. And Amaris is Bottas. Mm-hmm. Mark my words. Bottas it is. Okay. Mexico, I think, well, I can say mine with no fear at all. It is going to definitely be Verstappen. He has won many times at this track, even when the Red Bull is obviously the slower car than the Mercedes. He likes the track. The track likes the car. It's going to be Verstappen. Rashad? If you say Perez again... I'm not going to... Okay. No, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, 
Well, go ahead, Rashad. Because I mean, it's kind of his home thing. It's like he has to mess up somehow. Well, you think Verstappen's going to mess the championship up right at the last second? No, not Verstappen. Oh, Perez. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, did you see Mazepin winning Sochi or um, Verstappen in the Netherlands? Yeah, exactly. So Perez winning in Mexico then. That would not work, would it? It wouldn't work at all. No, no, but Verstappen did win in the Netherlands. Oh, well, it might work then. It might work, 50-50. Lewis won his home race. Yeah, um, this one's like every other race. Yeah. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I have nothing to say. Oh, okay. I think most of the home drivers won their home races this year. I mean, um, most of them are from England. Oh, wait, no. Leclerc didn't win Monaco. That's Russell didn't win England. But it's not as if he had a chance. And uh, Giovinazzi didn't win Italy. Again, absolutely no chance. Um, and Mazepin didn't win Russia. Well, I mean, some say he did. How so? Well, basically, his dad owns Putin, who owns Russia, so some say he wins. I suppose they'd be right, then. Yeah, I mean, what happens when his dad dies, he <laughs> owns Putin, then? Wait, is there a German GP this year? No, that's crazy to think about. There's no German race. Okay, I think Spanish one. Yeah. Signs didn't win it. Okay, did Alonso? Nope. Okay, so there's another two examples. Yep. Is there France? Yep. Did Gasly win? Nope. So what we're saying here is that Paris is not going to win. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who is going to win then? I think Lando might have his chance. I mean, it's a high-speed track. The... McLaren's really only good at high speed, so maybe. Yeah, actually, you know what? No, I, I agree with you, Rashad. That is a solid prediction. Amar, what do you think? Except Perez, home court advantage. All right, then. Um, Rashad, any crazy podium finishers? I'll tell you mine once you say yours. I'm going to say it's going to be Alonso, just because he's... um. He's going to have a crazy start. He's going to cut the grass section completely. He's not going to break. And he'll be in first place, but he'll have to give it back to Lewis. Or not Lewis, Max. And then it'll be Max first, Alonzo second. Okay. I'm thinking right now. I'm thinking uh, Charles has a good chance. Yeah, actually, I agree with you on that one. If they can go for a low downforce setup, I think the Ferraris could do. Something there. I mean, Charles has some good times around that track. He did, yeah. So Although did Jim Clark. <laughs> yeah, he did. Okay, Amar. What's Any the question? Other? Any crazy podium finishers? Who do you think might get on the podium? Are you still talking about Mexico? Mexico, still. Yep. Um. I don't know, to be honest. I don't. I don't know Mexico well enough to even have an educated opinion. Yeah. All right then. Uh, in that case, we're on to Brazil. This is a track that quite a few of the drivers like. Uh, Rashad, you go first, or Amar, you can go first. Uh, who do you think is going to win? Ooh. 
Rashab, if you have a formulated opinion already, go for it. I have not had a formulated opinion yet. Uh, <laughs> I okay. I don't have a formulated opinion either, so we can all just also sit in awkward silence. Again, that's a great audio device. Mm-hmm. Awkward silence. I like that. Okay. Oh, yeah, I don't like this anymore. Okay, great. So, um, Rashad, then you're going to just say it. Oh, uh, yes. And it's going to be. Um, it's going to have to be, of course. Um, hmm, wait a second. So, I want to just say mine. Yeah, probably. Okay, great. Um, you get ready, though, because the next one is going to be... Wait a second. Qatar or Saudi Arabia? Let me check. It's going to be Qatar. And you need to have your pick ready for Qatar. Okay. Okay. Okay, I mean, great. I think Sebastian Vettel is going to do well. Oh, yeah. I think he'll be my outside podium finisher. But my race winner is going to be Verstappen because he's done very well there in the past, except for when Ocon nearly tried to kill him. Um, but I think he definitely has a chance. So I think Verstappen for the win and Hamilton on the podium with Vettel also on the podium, meaning that the championship will stay close. Yeah, and then Qatar. Hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Rashad, you still have to say Brazil. Okay, Brazil. Obviously, <laughs> Verstappen, Hamilton, or... Um, actually, Verstappen or Hamilton is probably going to win, but yep. Sebastian Vettel better get on that podium. Yeah. I mean, he won his championships there, so... Better. Yeah. Um, Amar, think- any opinion on Brazil? No, I was going to say the same thing, and I think... I don't know. But I feel like Perez might do a thing. That's okay. going to be my prediction. In no imagine, particular order. Okay. Imagine if Perez just tweeted the Jeremy Clarkson video of, I did a thing. That'd be quite funny. Hey, that'd be good. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, Rashab Qatar, you're up. Um, yeah, I think probably Bartas. That's Bartas's. Yeah, because he seems to do well with new tracks. He could do really well in Qatar. Yeah. If Bottas wins at least two of the final six races, then it's going to keep the championship really interesting, especially because there'll be all sorts of people saying that Bottas actually has his chance to win now. But, wow. um, <laughs> I mean, I think this is probably the last time that, or the least likely time that Mercedes would ever let him win. But, um, who knows? I think that he'll definitely give it a go. He's been driving better than he's ever driven this season uh, in the time that he's announced that he's leaving Mercedes. So, again, who knows? That's what I keep saying, boys. Exactly. Who knows? Um, all right. My pick for the win, not very interesting. Hamilton, I think he'll do well at the new track. Um, just, you know, he seems to do well with new tracks. Similarly to Bottas. Amar, who do you think? I think he's going to choke, and it'll be Verstappen. Okay. That, all right, that's, that's a good prediction. That's a good prediction. By the way, all these predictions we're going to re-listen to in December, so I'll, I'll be able to get the audio clip clipped and all that sort of stuff. And Perfect. we're going to listen to this and feel either like we're the most intelligent people in the world or <laughs> the worst people to predict anything. <laughs> Do not let us on the New York Stock Exchange. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> good to me. Anyways... Outside chance for a podium, I think we've got um, Ricardo on for a podium in Qatar. It's a chance, right? He's got to pick up these points somewhere, Rashab, and why not Qatar? Yeah. 
mean, there's also Saudi Arabia. True. Excellent segue onto the next race, Saudi Arabia. Um, oh, this has been quite a controversial race because of the various human rights issues in oh, yeah. Saudi Arabia, but um, it's still happening. So who knows? Uh, I don't know here. Rashad, you go first. That's kind of Lewis's high speed. High speed, yeah. Area. Actually, Bottas might do well here because he also do, does well in like qualifying. Qualifying, yeah. If he can nail in a really good qualifying lap, then he probably has the race win. Uh, either him or Russell might have a good chance here. I mean, Russell's been Mr. Saturday all year long, so I think he could probably <sighs> qualify in the top five, I think. One might even call him Bottas. <laughs> yeah, his qualifying is very Bottas-esque. Um. I think, because the Red Bull has the faster car in qualifying, that Verstappen's going to win the race. But I think that it will be close in qualifying. And I think Perez will be in P5, completely off the pace, and Bottas will be in P2. I thought we were going to do very radical predictions. Well, radical predictions, sure, but I think that's for the final race of the season, Abu Dhabi. We can do that later. These could also be our reasonable predictions, and then we could just say ridiculous ones like, Mazepin wins every single race and Hamilton DNFs, but that's not really realistic, is it? It'd be nice. It would be nice. Uh, it, it, would, nice. it would not be nice. It would be nice. <laughs> I mean, it might be. Mm, not really. Because that would mean that Mick is in a better car. Yeah, I guess, but the Russian national anthem gets old quite quickly, I imagine. Yeah, but he doesn't race for the Russian team. You're right, actually. They would have to come up with a new national anthem because he's not allowed to be a, a Russian driver. Wasn't he racing under like, the European flag or something? No, no. He's actually not from either Europe or uh, well, I Russia. I think it's Eurasia, isn't it? No, no. He's from the world. Ah, oh, okay. What are you talking about? So Nikita Mazepin, the Haas driver, because Russia in the whole Olympic doping scandal, uh, uh, Russia's not allowed to put any forward any like super high level athletes for these yeah, competitions. Right. So he has to race, uh, or he is a driver now from the world. How fun is that? I love that. Very confusing. What is the world's flag? It's just the earth on a flat map. It's hilarious though, because I was racing, Rashad, I was racing John on F1, the video game, and he had accidentally chosen that flag. And I told him. <laughs> His reaction was hilarious. Um, Anyways. Did he drive like Nikita Mazepin? Oh, yeah, completely. I mean, he just drove straight into the AI in turn one. It was very Mazepin-esque. Um, I mean, you can be Mazepin or you can be Alonzo around that first corner. Oh, it was not Alonzo. There was nothing clean about the way he went into turn one. Uh, he went into turn one. That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. He didn't <laughs> spin on the main straight. Well, no, he actually he did spin on the main straight, but um, that was a different race. Uh, it's tough for John. Tough for John. <laughs> Anyways, final race, bull predictions time. It is uh, – I almost forgot the race for a second. Abu Dhabi. My God. That's in 50 days. Abu Dhabi's in 50 days on the 12th of December. That's crazy. We'll be here before you know it, and it's going to be mixed race. Okay. Nick Schumacher wins it. Uh, I think an all-Williams 2-3. Um, Rashad, how about you? 
I think it'd be interesting if one of the drivers got COVID or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine if Verstappen got COVID with a championship lead. That would be crazy because it would just be Hamilton trying to get the championship with Verstappen literally powerless. I mean, they would put in like a substitute driver, wouldn't they? But that They would, would but it wouldn't be able to do his points. Yeah. I mean, as long as they can hold uh, Lewis behind. You're right. I didn't think about that. Or crash into Lewis. Yeah. It has Grosjean. to be a, uh, Grosjean, yeah. Actually, if I was bringing in a substitute driver, it probably would be Grosjean, and the task would be just drive into Lewis the, at the earliest opportunity. Pastor Maldonado. <laughs> he doesn't even race anymore. <laughs> yeah, but that's a, that's a good choice. Okay. So, Rashad, who's your podium? I mean, I'm going to have to say, uh, are we even crazy or what? Oh, no, we're going crazy here. I mean, the fact that I put Williams 2-3 is just ridiculous. Okay, so we're going to do, um, let's do Russell for the win. Okay. Perez goes second, and yep. Bottas comes in third. I think the unrealistic thing here is that Perez is actually ahead of Bottas in a race. That doesn't seem okay, quite lifelike. Very nice. <laughs> Look, it's, it's been a while since he's won that race. It's been almost, it has been more than six months. I mean, that's why Russell's the winner. Yeah, exactly. That's why he's winning the race. Okay. Uh, and then time for the even more controversial one. Who's going to struggle in the next six races? And I, I'm not going crazy this time. I'm not going to do a crazy prediction. I think it's going to be, um, to be honest, I think it's going to be Norris. I think he'll be struggling. Rashad, what do you think? I think Giovinazzi. Really? You think, what if he gets like a bad announcement, like he's not coming back to F1? Do you think he just quit on the spot? I think he might tank every race. I mean... Just intentionally do terribly. Because, I mean, there's only one seat left. He's not getting that seat. You're right. I think it's... has not mixed seat. I was about to say it was mixed seat, but it isn't. Because he's now been... He has a seat. He's been nailed down to that half seat for another year. What a shame. You mean your old colleague. You're right. Excuse me. How could I forget? Um, Yeah. Norris? You think Gio? Amar, what do you think? Is, Alon- is Alonzo already struggling? Because if he isn't, then I would say him. <laughs> He's not struggling right now, no. <laughs> you resent that prediction, don't you, Jack? That's a painful prediction because, Rashad, every single time this past, like, 12 months, I've been saying, no, no, Alonzo's going to be great, right? When we started the podcast, one of the first things you said was, Alonzo's going to be terrible this season, and I don't like Alonzo. I did the whole Christmas predictions video last year saying that Alonzo was going to be the only thing dragging Alpine up, right? And I was 50% right about all that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's painful to hear. If I imagine if he is, though, that'd be quite painful. Didn't you think that McLaren would be first or something? No, no, I said McLaren second. That was quite a bad prediction. But I was right about the Paris struggling. I was completely spot on about that. Didn't you say that... um... I Ferrari did say Red Bull was going to be fourth or something. No, no, I said they were going to be eighth, and Williams was going to be <laughs> seventh. You made some interesting predictions. I mean, yeah. Williams is really close to that seventh place. All they need is forty points to overtake Aston Martin. Forty and points. That's not unheard of. It could happen. Yeah, but with their track record. But think about it. My Abu Dhabi podium sets them up really well for that. If they get that double podium in Abu Dhabi, then. It's done. They've overtaken them. Yeah, but I mean, that's 
That's highly likely. That's highly likely, Rashab. I've never seen a more likely podium than that. (laughs) Okay. But it's always Hamilton if you need a likely podium. Yeah, exactly. He's so consistent. Anyways, is it time to talk more about aviation? I think we've covered most of the F1 bases. We've literally talked about every single possibility. Yeah, I think so. Nice. Rashab, you love talking about small planes. Is there any news about small planes? Yeah, the new Honda jet. Oh, they changed The new it. Honda jet? Wow. I think they made a bigger one, or they're making a bigger one. Oh, that's exciting. I feel like the Honda jets are just based off of Embraer's. That's a cool Oh, plane. that's not very original. <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> I'm looking at the new Honda jet. Rashab, it doesn't look much longer. It looks like a Phenom 300. What's that one? The, the Embraer. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. And then the normal-sized one looks like a kind of like the Embraer Phenom 100. R- Rashab, <laughs> the first thing that popped up after I typed in Honda Jet, the, the first thing that Google popped up with was Embraer Phenom 100. It knows. <laughs> Okay. The, the Phenom 100 does, does not look half bad. I'm looking at a picture of it flying in the flying. snow. That's cool. That's something. Exactly. Anyways, um, any other small plane news or can we go to the interesting, fascinating big planes? Um, no, the interesting big whatever. <laughs> Great. Uh, so flying over today uh, at school, I saw... A China Southern 747. Now, I don't know how rare these things are. I'm looking it up right now. But, um... Okay, so they have 400s. Okay, so it looks as though they're still flying the um, the cargo versions of it right now. Uh, okay. That's not about right. The 747 it has yeah. the opposite... Actually, it has a step nose, kind of. Almost. A step front, essentially. It's if you want to down force, you have a step going like up as you go back. Yeah. This is a step going down. You don't want downforce on a plane. <laughs> exactly, which is why it's the opposite. The step is going down. Right. Up force. It's up force. <laughs> That's how physics works, obviously. Obviously. When they were thinking about downforce enough, when they thought to themselves, or they thought to themselves, but for planes, we should be calling this upforce. Upforce. Yeah. Something like I mean, that. Yeah. What is it actually called? Lift. It is lift, yeah. Okay. I think upforce <laughs> sounds better. <laughs> sounds like uh, Star Wars terminology. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Oh, I've got... <laughs> go on, gentlemen! I need to hop off because I have okay. to do some errands. Um, it's cool. been a pleasure talking with you, as always. Of course, um, it's been great talking to you. Yeah, yeah, it's been great talking to you for sure. Uh, and... Do you guys want to get together in when was it? December? December, yeah, the Christmas mm-hmm. podcast. Okay. All right, all right, I like that. Cool. All we'll right, we'll set a plan, and I promise I won't change fourteen million times. No, no, no. This no, was a very fun. easy podcast yeah. to record. <laughs> hey, thanks for being flexible. Absolutely. Flexible, guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good talking on. to you. I hope you guys good have a good rest you. of your podcast. Enjoy. Of course. Don't... 
Don't leave any topic untouched. Oh, no. At all. Yep. All right. You boys have a good one. Take care. You too. See you. you. I'm out. Okay. Rashad, we have great news. What? Do you like Korea? I can go either way, depending on which Korea. Do you like Hawaii? Yes. Well, you're going to love Korean Airways' new flight from Korea to Hawaii on an A330. That sounds fun. You know it's Samsung Space, right? Yeah, yeah. Samsung is from Korea. I don't think you understand this. There's two Koreas. Yes, North Korea and South Korea. Okay. Have you seen the new IWC um, Hot Wheels? Please don't say it's an IWC Schaffhausen watch with the Hot Wheels on it. No, 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 no. It's a Hot Wheels car. It's a Mercedes, I believe. I think it's a Golang. Oh, that what? Opens up. You're right. It is. I think you need that. How much does it cost? I have no idea. Probably some absurd price. I'm ready for a really painful price on something like this. Watch companies make the most ridiculously expensive. Rashad, you lied to me. It's literally an IWC Schaffhausen watch with a Hoff Wheels logo on it. Really? I was thinking of the car, not the watch. I see the car as well, but I'm literally looking at a watch with a Hot Wheels logo on it. (laughs) I need to see this. Oh, yeah, it doesn't look that bad. Oh, have you seen the IWC transporter, the racing transporter? Are you just not talking anymore? Hello? Twice in a day as well. Okay, well, maybe you shouldn't say that on a PG podcast. No, no, it's all right. It's all right. Now, seriously. G podcast. It is not G. It is G, according to... Essentially, it's G. Yes. Maybe. Except for the episode where we made our own military. Oh, that is definitely not G. We should do that again. We really should. Okay, wait a minute. But the IWC, have you seen the racing transporter that the car goes into? Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, bro, I want this. Have you seen the box that it comes in? It's like a mechanics kind of box. I did, yeah. It's really cool. I want this. All right, so we're about to see the cost. You ready for this? How much is it? So I'm typing it in right now. You lied to me. There's no Hot Wheels logo on that watch. There definitely is. Where is it? It's on the other side. Uh, You know the side with the adjustment dial? Adjustment dial? It's not called that, obviously. Rashad, the crown? The crown. Okay, all right. Uh, I've, I've got the cost right here of the Hot Wheels itself. Mm-hmm. The 300SL is £5.50. Oh, actually, I see this now. It's a special, it's a different, just in a Hot Wheels thing. Yeah. Okay, I need to order that. Give me a minute. £5.50. And then the racing transporter. What do you mean? The Hot Wheels on StockX is $43. Right on here, on the internet, right? It says $5.26. And the Hot Wheels team transport on eBay is $16.99. I'd rather pay the 26 and just get that. What, rather than getting it on eBay? Actually, imagine getting a $26 model car with your $1,000 watch. I think it costs more than $1,000 for shrub. Multi-thousand dollar watch. Okay, so do you see the Hot Wheels logo on it? The watch? Yes. On the crown, you mean? No, not on the crown. On the opposite side of the crown. 
Okay, well, I mean, there's not really pictures of the opposite side of the crown. It does. It's on high as nobility. Or nobility. Oh, wait a minute. Let's see this. Now, I'm looking at highest nobility. I can't pronounce that, but I'm looking at Okay, you're looking at it. She's showing a strap in something. Are you kidding me? You're not actually seeing the Hot Wheels logo. Okay, what did you look up? I just looked up Hot Wheels. Are you in an article? No, I'm not even on the article. I'm just scrolling through Google. Oh, how far have you gone? Not far at all. Have you hit the dark side yet? No. Okay, well, I mean, the one benefit of it coming with the watch is you get the whole set, like, with the... The racing box. Display box and everything, like, the display case. IWC Pilot is $69,000. That is a little bit expensive, but actually not terrible. I mean, that's as much as a new Tesla Model S. Yeah, but it's a nice watch. Actually, the 300SL... You could just buy that separately and then get an IWC watch separately. Exactly. And then together they'll probably be the same price. Yeah. Rashab, I'm never going to buy my Breitling Navitimer on a Breitling website if I can buy one with a brown leather band and a beautiful white and blue dial uh, on eBay for $4,200. Well, if you, if you sort by low to high the price, you can probably get one for $100. There's no way. Breitling Navitimer. You'll get something under a dollar. Filter. Not filter. I want to sort it. Sort. Christ. Okay. All right, Rashad, we got a seven, uh, $75 one. You want to know what it is? I'm it's the chain Sterling. links. Oh. Yeah. But the Navitimer Air Force is a $480 one. Although I doubt it works. Okay, with the Hot Wheels logo on this watch, I found it. Okay, you got it? Okay. Tell me that is not blasphemy. That is, you cannot put a Hot Wheels logo on an IWC watch. You just wear a suit or something with it. So yeah, just that, cover like, the logo. will be covered. Exactly. I would feel so uncomfortable if I wore that watch and someone saw a Hot Wheels logo on it. What would you do? Hey, what why? would you say? Like, I mean... You say you bought it special edition or something. I guess you say you bought it. I don't know. You say you like cars. Yeah, I guess so. And just get a Gullwing as well. Okay. Maybe. I mean, if you have that watch, then it's already Gullwing, it'd be too much for you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah. Have you ever read The Art of Racing in the Rain? No, is it a good book? It's a very good book, actually. But the lawyer in the book has a going. That, you must make a lot of money as a lawyer. It's based in Seattle. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I mean, I'd still rather be a stock trader than lawyer. What? Yes, fine. I suppose when you're a stock trader, the gains are potentially unlimited. Yeah. Same with stock shorting, but that's more risky.
I don't know what to say at this point. What? You don't like shorting stocks? I just don't know what to say. Like, I mean, I guess you invest, so. Should I tell everyone to short what you've invested? I'm probably not. Okay. They're just going to lose their money. <laughs> what have you invested? Well, actually, you can't say that, can you? I mean, I feel like I've said it in the past. But... You probably have said it, but I don't think it's very advisable to tell everyone what you're invested in. Is it? Doesn't it matter, but like, I don't think it would be a great idea. Not a great idea. Okay. Because then I feel like I'm just going to get a bunch of like, we're just going to get a message with just a bunch of. A whole bunch of people who don't know anything about stocks trying to tell us that we've invested in the wrong things. Anyways, I'm looking at um, cars on the internet, as you do, and it looks as though your favorite man on the internet, Shmi, is getting a Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a surprise. What else? He's also got a Renault Clio. That seems out of place. I mean, you'd have loved one of those. Not as much as an S-Base or whatever. An S-Bass? Yes, an S-Bass F1. Yeah, that would be an amazing car to have. Imagine that. Not as good as a Renault, Renault 5 forever. With the massive turbo in it. The one that looks like a Mini. Oh, Yeah. Did he get black with a brown leather interior, like a tan leather interior with a roll cage? Yeah. Rashad also has to be covered with tan leather. Yeah. What do you think right now the best, like, performance car on the market is? On the market, as in, like, something that anybody could buy? No, no. If you were to buy a performance car right now, and let's be honest, no one actually calls it a performance car, a fast car, what would you buy? That depends. What's my price? Unlimited. That's kind of unhelpful. Fine. Three million and up. And up? And up. There's, there's very few cars in that. <laughs> I know. I have two options here. There's like two actual options. Is that like Bugatti, Bolide? Okay. Lava Tour that's a thing. You could have owned one of those. Yeah, but that's not really what you get for fast. Isn't it? I would. I'd rather get a Bolide if I'm going to go fast. I guess. Bolide's really fast. I'd race you in the Bolide in my Pagani Huayra R. But my other option is, uh, hmm, can you get a McLaren P1 for a boat? Yep. Okay, I'll take a McLaren P1, obviously, any day. You can buy Koshbin's um, all-carbon one. You should buy that. Yeah, okay, obviously i take that. Actually, wait a minute. Even better. Okay, wait a minute. You said that it has to be something that anybody can buy, or? Anybody who has that type of money. Okay, so then I should buy an F1 car. Anyone who has that type of money can buy an F1 car. Yeah, exactly. So you should buy an F1 car. I mean, you destroy the Huayra in straight line speed and through the corners. But maybe... Wait, 919 Evo. Give me a 919 Evo. That's That's the fastest car in the world, isn't it? Probably. Yeah, but I mean, that's like the Ferrari FXX. You couldn't actually use it. Porsche would take it back from you all the time. Mm. Right? You know, you remember the story from Top Gear where they tried to um, talk to one of the owners, but the owner said, no, no, Ferrari takes the car back all the time. Wait, isn't that the Monza? Which is that? No, no, the Monza you do actually get to keep, but the FXX, they take away from you. 
cow. I get that. Like, I mean, you get to just go in whenever you want to and drive it. Yeah, but it's your car. You should have it in your living room. I mean, I can go either way. As long as they have like, their own track, I can just go there, drive it. You know? True. Imagine the deep anger at uh, all the Ferrari people's faces if you rolled up in a 919 Evo and you just destroyed any car they had there. I mean, you could destroy any car they had there. Literally. Port, uh, F1 car, bam, destroy it. Uh-huh. Um, FXX, destroy it. There's it's literally... funny how long we've been just like talking here about everything. I know. No one's actually going to listen to this whole thing. Oh, no, no, no. Rashab, we are, listeners-wise, right? It's insane the amount of people that actually get to the end of these podcasts. So we should start our affiliate marketing then. We definitely should. So what sort of company should we we be working with? Okay, there's obviously only two options for us. Heineken, because we really like Heineken. No, we can't exactly affiliate market them. Yeah, okay. So could we have to like have, like, I don't know, experience in using the product. Um, so Samsung. Uh, actually, it's Kimmy, so we can't take that. No, we probably could talk about it, though. I mean, yeah, we could, but no one's just going like, to listen to our podcast and go buy a Samsung. I mean, I think we talk say a lot of great things about Samsung. I think yeah, people but would not, no consider one. buying a Samsung if they listen to us. I doubt they would. Well, they only I, consider it if Kimmy said it, and Kimmy did say it. So Kimmy like, did you say buy a Samsung. have to go buy one. Right, exactly. If you are a Raikkonen fan, you have to buy a Samsung. And you have to set your password as seven, like Jack. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> Why not? Because now I have to change it. <laughs> you change it to seven seven now. You're right. I could invert it. <laughs> invert it. Isn't your password just currently seven? Uh, I think singular it, seven. No, I think it's reverse seven. Um. Okay. So, so now everybody my... knows what it's gonna. Now be. everybody knows what my password is. Great. But no one who listens to this podcast doesn't. Like, I mean, the other. No one who listens to the have... podcast would like to hack into my phone. The other don't have access to your phone, or don't really care. Or maybe they do care. They just can't be bothered to type in the password. That's not really typing. It's a pattern. Okay, fine. By the way, can you agree with me on this? That the pattern is better than. Like, you know, just typing in numbers? Because I think it's better. I prefer using my fingerprint. Like, I have a retina scan set up, but it's a lot of work to turn on my phone. I can just, like, turn on my phone and unlock it if I just put my finger on, my finger on the back of the phone. Okay, so my fingerprint reader is on the on-off button, which is great, except for when it doesn't turn all the way on with the finger. It does most of the time, but it doesn't always do it. Wait, you have a... Your fingerprint sensor is not on the back of your phone. No, no, it's on the on-off button because they didn't put it. Stupid. Why? Because I mean, if it's on the back of your phone, it's so much easier. No, it just makes more sense. You know, you're already turning the on-off button to actually activate the phone. Not really. I am. Not necessarily, and you can't have a case over the on-off button, then, can you? You're right. That is the only flaw with that. It's also more convenient to have it on the back of your phone. I disagree with you, though, because I'm not always putting my fingers there. Where else would you hold your phone? Um, just on the sides like a person would. Okay, yeah, but you wrap your hands around the phone, and you have one part of your, like, your thumb area on one side of your phone, 
No. And then your four fingers on the other side of your phone. Yeah. Okay. So it makes sense to just move your finger and like while it's going across the back of your phone. But I'm gonna use the laziness phone. argument, Rashab, and say, what if I'm too lazy? To hold your phone? Yes. And all I want to do is just turn it on to check the dime. Then you get a watch. I already have a watch. But what if I don't want to wear my watch to bed? Think about that. Then don't. Okay, great. There we go. We've we've solved all the world's problems today. I think that's what we found. We haven't solved any problem, actually. Because, I mean, we don't... If you're going to sleep, why do you have your phone on you as well? Well, it depends on where you charge it, I guess. on your charging stand. Ah, but see, with this, there's no wireless charging. Really? I don't think so. There probably is. You probably just haven't used Bought it. it. Yeah. I guess I'll have to test that. Wireless charging. Maybe I should bring a pad to school tomorrow. A what? A charging pad? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But I don't... It's a fold. How would that work? You fold it closed, and then you just put it on the pad. All right, we'll have to check that. Uh, I've got, like, a slim anchor pad. Anchor? Not related to the podcast. It actually works most of the time. Exactly. Unlike Anchor. Anyways. Actually, we can't say that. You have to edit that out. You're right. Well, it's It'll be edited out. Yeah, they'll or prohibit us from posting. Actually, they're probably too slow. They just glitch out. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, I think we've covered most of it then. Most of the things. Oh, probably most things, yeah. I mean, not everything. Well, what else have we missed then? Okay, we haven't talked about our racing team. Oh, right. What are we calling it? Okay, we haven't figured out a name, but okay. we'll be... I mean, if you guys help us raise enough money to start an F1... Not F1 team. A karting we'll team. an amateur racing team. Not karting, because that's more expensive. Well, then what would we do if we weren't karting? Lemons. Lemons? Yeah, the 24 hours of lemons. I know, I know, but that still seems pretty expensive. It's a grand for a car. It's 500 bucks for a car. Oh, really? 500 bucks plus um, what you want to do for performance upgrades. Oh, so wait, is your performance budget unlimited? No, performance budget is under 500. Oh. It's the same. It, it's bundled in with the car. So I could buy the PLP 50 for $3. Yes. Notoriously the smallest car in the world. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then in theory, I could just build it up to be a V12 monster. Well, if you you can do that in $500, then yeah. But what if I find a burned out Lambo V12, I rebuild it for free because I'm great, and then I just attach it to the PLP 50. Well, you could do that, but uh, so then I, I would think love the it. judges have um, the right to take your car if they think it's cheaty. Or if it's too fast. Well, I mean, they said the words on their website, I think, are cheaty. Specifically cheaty. I think they said that about a Miata. I think it was some uh, lemon, lemons. Actually, I'm not surprised that a Miata is counted as cheating because that just seems a little bit too They hold their value a bit, you know? I know they hold their value, but it's just such a good race car. Yeah, they, I'm actually, yeah, it is. Think about it, right? For what it costs, it's amazing. Yeah, you can modify it with like 20 bucks. Exactly. It has no right to be as good as it is. You have to get the can and air filter. How much is that? A couple hundred bucks? Probably not. What more? Probably less. Really? 
And almost definitely less. Well, it depends on where you get it. If you get a brand new one. If you get a brand new one, then it should be less. And hmm. That's obviously no one's going to pay that much. Okay. I'm drinking coconut water right now. Really? Is that any good? Yeah. What's here? The bottles just squeaked so much. Yeah, that was quite audible on my end. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we've covered. We're, we're looking at KN performance air filters right now. KN? K and N. Yes. Okay. I thought I said Canon for a second, and I was like, I don't think Canon makes performance air filters. Clamp on air filter, 50 bucks. Wow. Okay. I'm proven wrong. That's like the circular one, though. Okay. But that still sounds good. Mm-hmm. Oh, are we going to discuss the fact that Apple supposedly has created the greatest computer of all time in their new Mac Pro? Because I disagree with it. I think their um, 32-core GPU, I think it was, is too many cores. Actually, that sounds pretty good. Is that a Ryzen Threadripper, I hear? Uh, no, no. I think they're making it themselves. Oh, never mind. Yeah. The thing that I don't understand is this whole Apple obsession with creating their own chips. There are much better and more established chip brands than Apple. They should just stick with those. It's bothering you, isn't it? What? Oh, wait, can you not hear this? No. Oh, wait, I heard something. I don't know what it was. I just heard something. All right, now it's bothering me. <laughs> what okay, was it? Um, it's a coconut water bottle. Okay. Well, I think we've covered it then. Oh, well, I mean... No, we have not covered it. We have to start a racing team. We have to figure out a name. Well, okay, we're not doing we'll it on back. the pod next week, right? Yeah, we'll, next be, back week we'll be back with our John. special guest. Oh my god, do I have to edit around <laughs> that? Yes, probably. I'm not editing around it. I- I'm gonna punch through the wall. Thanks for saying that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, next week we have a guest on John Webb. Yeah, exactly. That I'm, I'm that person. Um, and. We'll talk more about our racing team and F1 esports. Uh, he's an expert in F1 esports. <laughs> oh, I suppose we already gave it away then. Yeah, that's me then. No, I mean, we already said that John. You're right, it's was me. good at esports. Okay, all right then, fine. But there's like a time in seventh grade where he only played esports. Yeah. Okay then. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. It's been an excellent podcast. Yes, thank you guys. We'll be back next week with our rally car or whatever we decide. If we make a rally car team, I will employ only fearless people on that team because we'll so instantly we're win. Philip? We're definitely getting Philip. We need Philip and we need John. Yeah. John will be part of our esports section. Yeah, exactly. All right. Actually, cool. we should start an esports team. That can't be that hard. You're right. It must be pretty cheap as well. Roosevelt has one. What? An esports team, not an how? e-racing team. No, I know. But... How did I not know about that? All right, cool. We got our plan. Hey, you prep esports. You prep esports. We have to do that. Yeah. Okay. okay.
All right, bye.